Oh, I think it's probably just not knowing what you're going to get from the teachers all the time because I think that they're, you know, they're there to push you and um, make you, you know, move your boundaries just that little bit further away from what's comfortable. Um, But that can be really unnerving sometimes and it's nice to stay in a little safe space um, where you just want to create the same thing over and over again. So I think that there's so much kind of push-pull there and just deciding what what information to really take on board and what to let go. And I think that in that process, you end up learning a lot about yourself. Hi there. My name's Willie Russo and you're listening to Interview with an Artist, the weekly show where we speak with a range of art world players. That's Georgia McRae. Georgia graduated from National Arts School in Sydney in 2020. Her sculptures are made of beautiful bent steel and blocks of sandstone, and they caught my eye at the graduate show. They also caught the eye of a few other Sydney art world figures, such as Kitty Clark, the founder and director at the much-loved St. Cloche Gallery in Paddington. It's the gallery where Georgia will have her debut solo exhibition later this year. For this week's interview with an artist, Georgia and I spoke about the highs and lows of art school. We spoke about what it's like being thrust out into the world after three years cocooned in study, and also how an equalising of male and female representation in the art world is something that would be really great to see. Also, Georgia has the best physical response to stress. Keep an ear out for that towards the end of the conversation. Head on over to Instagram and follow Georgia McRae Art to follow this rising star's artistic endeavours. Enjoy meeting the lovely Georgia McRae. Thank you so much for um, for coming on. How how has this year been for you? Because it's been your first year out of National Art School. Yeah, it's been um, been really great. A little bit challenging, just because you know I think all of us artists are just dying on the inside most of the yeah. time and our own worst critics, but. <laughs> Um, it's been it's been really great. I feel like I've been I've been incredibly lucky. Um, after my graduate last year, I had a lot of um, support from galleries outside of our our little NAS community, and had a few emerging shows kind of pop up immediately, and things to work for and towards. And um, it's been really great. I, you know, riddled with self doubt, but um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that I. All in all, it's been really good. It's been a bit of a whirlwind, I guess, four months. Or is it five now? Yeah, it's five. We're in May, which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, But so you graduated from NAS in 2020. You did a Bachelor Mm -hmm. of Fine Arts. What was the best thing about going to art school? Um, I think probably just meeting all of the people that I did. I found my classmates to be, I think we got really lucky actually with our sculpture class and our our teachers kind of told us that also I think that you can get some tricky personalities to work with but we just got these beautiful beautiful women it was all girls and like no offense to the guys but that sounds awesome (laughs) it was really nice um we became really close there were just I think there were 14 of us and it was great I think that everyone was so different in their styles it was so interesting seeing how how we all turned out at the end of the year because no one was doing the same thing, even though we had the same teachers and the same classes and 
you know, that oh. was really beautiful to watch. Everyone kind of have their own little voice at the end of it. Yeah, that is, I would say that is quite special because I can imagine there at times will be cohorts who go in together and end up not competing but almost competing against each other because you're both doing similar things. But it sounds like it was a really collegiate environment. Yeah, exactly. For you guys. Um, And how would you describe your style of what you sculpt? I think from an art like an artist's perspective they're probably you know going down the line of drawing in space so essentially they're they're steel they I use quite fine material it's quite small um they can be quite you know poetic or lyrical or musical or whatnot but you can kind of walk around them and um get different views I guess so it's not just this solid mass there's lots of space in between and yeah I think that in my mind, they're quite sweet and petite, but I feel like maybe some people get different <laughs> things from them. <laughs> no, you, you, the drawing in space with steel is a really beautiful analogy, and it is that. I remember seeing them at the National Art School graduate show last year, and um, I exactly what you said, being drawn to them, because I find that, yeah, they're made of steel, which, are, you know, is quite a masculine, hard... Um, Initially, the thought process is that's quite a, a masculine, hard medium, but then they're totally, in these yeah. beautiful lines and curves and shapes, and it is musical. Um, so that, yeah, you have described it perfectly. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> and thank you for coming to the show as well. That's so oh, nice. no, it was so exciting. It was such a great show. I mean, and you're right, the other kind of sculptors in that, um, in the show, you were all really different, which was so fantastic to see now that you say that and I think back to what else that we saw there it was Mm. great what would you say is one of the biggest challenges about going to art school um I think it's probably just not knowing what you're going to get from the teachers all the time because I think that they're you know they're there to push you and um make you you know move your boundaries just that little bit further away from what's comfortable. Um, But that can be really unnerving sometimes. And it's nice to stay in a little safe space um, where you just want to create the same thing over and over again. So I think that there's so much kind of push pull there and just deciding what, what information to really take on board and what to let go. And I think that in that process, you end up learning a lot about yourself and, um, you know, there were lots of breakdowns. (laughs) Throughout our final year, lots of tears. Is that old saying that you know you got to to break through, you got to break down. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all had our little moment of that, and you know came together and got through, and then we'd end up with you know one of our pieces that like best pieces the next week. So yeah. Um, And so you have it's is it three or four years the Bachelor of Fine Arts? It's just three. Yeah, so it's quite quite compact. Um, so you, you do your three years and then you have your grad show and then you're kind of like pushed out into the world to go and be an artist. What happens after at, at the grad school art show and then from there? Is it do gallery do people come and see the show and galleries approach you? Have you been approaching galleries? How's that worked? I think it's definitely different for everyone. I have been in a very fortunate position to have had galleries approach me which is nice because I am just not a very productive person and I don't know how, where I'd be if that hadn't have happened. 
Um, but I think that what they kind of suggest that you do or what is assumed is that no one is going to approach you and what you should do is get together with other, you know, people in your cohort and go to kind of artist-run initiatives and get your work out that way by paying for spaces and, you know, that kind of thing, which I think is really good because you're keeping up with your community by doing that Um, and also I guess just putting in the work that it takes to to be an artist. I think that there's so much failure in it before it takes off. I feel a little bit sad that I've missed out on that, but at the same time it's nice to just be showing work, you know, the way that I have. I've got um, a couple shows coming up and things to work towards and I guess... I guess, yeah, there's pros and cons to both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. And so what shows have you got coming up? I have one in July at M Contemporary. It's a little emerging show. So they they contacted, I think, five or six of us from NAS and have gotten us together and we're all going to go in on that and put in maybe five pieces each or something. Oh, cool. And is that in Rushcutters Bay? Yeah, it is, kind yes. of down, down the back there at the bottom yeah. of the hill. Yes, that'll be really fun. And then I have one more show in November at St. Cloche and it's going to be my, like, debut solo show. So I'll oh, get to... Oh, that's so cool. I love that gallery. And, yes, yeah. your work will look so cool in there. That yeah. is... Um... Oh, very good. How Thanks. exciting. It is exciting. I love the windows there at the front. They're just so yeah. beautiful. Yep. Before you create the work for St. Cloche, let's say, mm. do you go to the space, have a look at it and then sort of create with the space in mind or do you just create your works and then think how they'll fit in the space? I think it'll be a little bit of both. I did go to the space last week and had a look around with Kitty and there are some, you know, kind of hero walls and stuff that should definitely be taken into account in terms of like creating a really big work for there or, you know, some smaller works on that wall or, you know, they have particular plinths that are beautiful and I really want to utilize and stuff like that so yeah a little bit of both I'll probably just make a bunch of stuff and hopefully it'll fit in the space there'll be be some purposeful ones as well I reckon yeah yeah cool and can you remember the first piece that you sold I actually don't which is a bit odd but I can remember the first ones I sold to strangers Oh, yeah, okay, tell us tell us about those ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I feel like I, I had friends buy little drawings and stuff off me, but I, you know, I don't think I really took seriously that they liked them. <laughs> I thought they were just being supportive, so I've got that in my mind. But then it was the grad show that I first sold sculptures. I think I sold all of my sculptures to strangers that didn't recognise a single name, and it was such an interesting experience to think, wow, someone saw that and they don't know me and they liked it and they want to put it in their house forever. What an amazing feeling. So I kind of, yeah, I remember, I remember that feeling of just seeing that everything had sold and needing to wrap them all up and, um, yeah, and let go, let go of them as well. Yeah. I've become quite attached actually. Yeah, I was going to say because, that you know, those grad pieces, are they're a pivotal point in your career right Mm. it's kind of like the not leaving behind of the student life but it's the start of the next chapter and it's a big chapter right yeah big time (laughs) and um do you call yourself an artist have you started calling yourself an artist yet I 
Yeah, I think that kind of happened a couple months after the grad show. It's probably my partner who kind of pushed me to to make the um the switch in my mind. I kept saying aspiring artist and he was just like just just say artist, babe. It's 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 time. You're an artist. You're selling work. You're <laughs> legit. Just You're legit now. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, if there was one thing, I know you're very early on into the art industry, but sometimes that's a really interesting perspective. If there was one thing you could change about it, what would it be? Ooh. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Probably something to do with just how male-heavy it is. Um, yep. I guess I feel like, you know, without... <laughs> capitalist patriarchal world women just have it a little bit harder and I see that happen and and look at the the kind of greats and the names of you know predominantly male and I feel like yeah it would have been nice to see a change a long time ago but um you know now we'll do as well and I, yep. I would just love to see a lot more women in the arts and I actually did see that at NAS um just with our female class and that was really that was really nice, actually. Do you have multiple lecturers, or in the final year is it the one lecturer? Um, we had multiple, actually. I think we had maybe four or five. Four. What was, what was the breakdown of male to female in that group? Um, it was it was half half, actually. Oh, nice. But our two main ones were were male, so they were the kind of. Um, the head of sculpture and then and then our main teacher who was under that and then the other two women just kind of like came in every now and then I guess yeah um but yeah I think that it's definitely particularly in sculpture it's been a bit male heavy and now now I've got all these beautiful girls that I was in class with and hopefully we'll (laughs) we'll take over yeah (laughs) what was one of the best things you learned at art school oh it was definitely just finding out what my style was I think I think that those three years if I hadn't have had that it would have just taken so much longer to figure out what it was exactly that that I liked um, to create I was a bit confused about it I kind of went in thinking I would go into ceramics and then I was like oh maybe I'm a painter and at the last minute I kind of decided on sculpture for some reason and I'm so happy that I made that choice and then from there you kind of learn Oh, so much about yourself just in terms of how you create a composition and the way that that works in your mind and for some people there's so much drawing involved and sketches and you know you've kind of got it all planned and then you put it together and I'm I'm the total opposite of that and that oh do you kind of put it together and then go yeah okay that's looking good <laughs> yeah totally so it's really intuitive I'm like kind of putting one piece and then another and then that line will influence the next and then at the end I think um, eventually I just kind of go, okay, yeah, that's that's done. Great. And there's a lot of like (laughs) letting go in that too because I think in the beginning I really wanted to sketch it all out and finish on this beautiful end product that I decided was going to be. And then um, I had to I had to let go and just realize that I have a really intuitive process and that's fine. And I still end up with results that I'm happy with, and it's all good. So I think yeah. that was that was really important for me at NAS, just letting go of this original idea that I had about art and, and its making. Yeah. What do you do to get out of a creative funk? 
Oh, I am a, I'm, this is going to sound crazy. Whenever I get really stressed, I fall asleep. And what? Oh my God. If only. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I'm in that state, I, yeah. I literally just go and have a nap. And generally. <laughs> Georgia, that is the best stress <laughs> response I have ever heard. It's, it's good as long as there's no time limits. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it's definitely gotten me through a few things. I'm not sure if maybe my brain, my brain just processes things when I'm asleep a little bit better or... <laughs> Or what, but I just have a little nap and then kind of come back to it when it feels like my mind's ready. But, yeah, I generally don't push through if it feels like nothing's going to come. So I just kind of have to let it go and walk away and then come back with fresh eyes, I think is is a good way to put it. Yeah. Who's your biggest fan? Um, I have a surplus. Actually, I'm so lucky. I have a really supportive family um, and my friends are incredible. But I think number one would have to be Marcus, my partner. He's just my absolute biggest fan and cheers me on every day and, you know, makes me feel like it's all it's all going to be fine and worthwhile. It's all going to work out. And interestingly, were your parents creative or is your family creative? Yeah, yeah. They kind of have ended up in different different careers but they both went to art school and um, my mum went to NAS and my dad went to SCA yeah but they kind of ended up in different in different worlds my my dad's I think he's well he's like running his own business in Canberra it's called Smith's Alternative and he's really supportive of the arts but particularly music and then yeah and then my mum is super amazing she's studying counselling now and works at um, a women's centre in Blacktown and is just kind of focused on on that. So they were creative in, in the visual arts, but they've kind of moved on. Yeah. How do you deal with your inner critic? Oh, I don't know. I probably haven't quite learned how to deal with it yet. And I wonder if anyone ever does or if it's just maybe it just gets a little bit quieter over time or something like that. But, um, oh, it's just constant for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. Um, but it's, I guess it's just sometimes it just quietens down and lets me get on with things. But, yeah, I think that I found it really hard to let go of, um, I think, a lot of fear and a lot of that comes from just, yeah, that, that inner critic kind of just existing. And I feel like uh, I'd rather be my own worst critic than have other people <laughs> be yeah, yeah. Worst critic. So it's it's fine. We've got a relationship. It's probably not the best, <laughs> but it's there. It exists, and I acknowledge it. And yeah, hopefully, it'll just get better over time. Yeah. Where would you like to see your work take you over the next couple of years? Ooh, I mean, COVID pending, I would like to to go overseas. I really want to live in New York, um, which is a little bit cliche, but my brother lives over there, and it would be really nice to be with him and be in that just awesome artistic community. And then from there, I just want to jump over to Amsterdam or Madrid. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Ideally, it's just a bunch of residencies and meeting artists and allowing my work to to grow and expand. But I think that it's hard to say where we're going to be and if we'll be able to travel and and when. And I know. I feel like travel is still a good 12 to 18 months off right even then 
Yeah. Just as you were saying then, like Amsterdam and those places, I was thinking I can see your work in a really big, beautiful outdoor public installation. Like I can see some really forward-thinking city council commissioning a piece of your work to have in like a big, large-scale outdoor space. That would be really cool it would be wouldn't it? I would love that yeah because so the medium can work you know like that you can create it in a medium that will with withstand the weather and withstand the environment and yeah that that will happen Georgia well, oh, you, watch. So. you watch you <laughs> watch 10 years time there will be some large worldwide world public installation of your art uh-huh. <laughs> the day will come the day will come um okay before I let you go we finish with the quick fire five now what's your star sign Virgo what's the last book you read or show you streamed Ooh, it was Oh, God, I've literally just forgotten what it's called. Oh, it's Boys Will Be Boys by Clementine Ford. Oh, yes. Favourite snack? Corn chips. Band you're currently playing to death because you're in your 20s? Oh, it's definitely Caitlin Harnett and the Pony Boys. Oh, yes. We feature them on 2SER sometimes. Oh, good. Um, They're so great. I love her new album so much. Yes, I know that. Oh, my God. I feel, like, young and cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then finally, first, last or never on the dance floor. Um, Definitely last. (laughs) Last. (laughs) Are you, like, being dragged up by friends? Come on, this is the song. Yeah, kind of, definitely. There's a, there's a, an occasional little moment where maybe I'll I'll jump up somewhere in the middle, but it's generally dragging me on. It's dragging me on. Oh, Georgia McRae, thank you so much for joining us on Interview with an Artist. It's been so lovely having you on. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure.